Hey there, No Labels, No Limits podcast listeners. Sarah Box here, your host of the No Label, No Limit podcast. Um, today's a little bit different. I have with me as our guest, my online business manager, Summer Zifko. Some of you who have been on my podcast know Summer because you've interacted with her. Um, many of my friends know her because I brag on her. And um, if you don't know her, you should know her. I will tell you the one thing Summer is to me, I always think about her is she's got that really smart analytical brain. She has a huge heart, but she loves solving problems. And I have brought her many kind of things where I'm in a conundrum. I'm going, okay, I've got A, option B, and we'll talk about them. And oftentimes she'll say, what if you did B with a twist? So I rely on Summer for her smarts and her down to earthness. Um, and I think of her as a woman who wears many, many hats. So Summer, before we talk about the subject of our podcast today, can you share with folks a little bit more about you, your profession, and kind of the, a recent actual big transition you just made in your business life? You bet. Um, I'm Summer Zifko. Um, I work closely with Sarah Box, and I uh, enjoy wearing many hats, actually. Even as a child, uh, I was an only child, and so I was always trying to be everything to everyone all the time and, and fill all the gaps. But as I grew up, that skill set really came in handy. And now I wear many hats as a business owner, uh, as a mom. And now recently, I kind of took a left turn and got my real estate license. And in a few days, I'm soon to close on my first investment property. So talk about hats. Yes, I've worn quite a few. So Summer, one of the things, um, you know, for folks who are going through transition or starting a side hustle or adding businesses, there is that whole thing about how do you juggle everything. And one thing I appreciate about you is I have been with you through thick and thin when juggling has been like a full-time thing of juggling, but you always do it with grace. And how do you think about that? How do you approach that when things are like um, what I would say, you've got a platter full of things to attend to a bunch of us clients who need you and family. And now your new business, how do you kind of approach that all in a whole? Well, life is kind of like a Rubik's Cube to me. It's, it's a bunch of tiny little problems and it's matching up all the corners so that they meet. Really, the, the professionalism just comes with age, I think, and experience and understanding that whatever happens, it's not going to make or break the world, you know. <laughs> so I just try to think about that when I'm asked how to keep it all afloat. Really, Patience comes in handy too. You got to have a lot of that. I may not have as much grace at home with my family because they they see more of a raw side of me. But anytime I'm dealing with clients, professionalism is always key. That that's what keeps you in business. So, folks who may not know, or folks who have been considering starting a podcast, there's a lot of behind the scenes to it, and. Um, and there's the tech side. It's not complicated. It's not hard, but it takes attention to detail. A lot of moving parts in there. Yes, exactly. And we've had people respond back. They'll email me typically summer. I don't know if they actually reach out to you, but just saying that being involved in the process was so easy and um, they appreciated how um, every step had the information they needed and 
when they needed it and um, they felt confident about it. And I just want to acknowledge publicly that's because you've got that organized mindset. So where I come up with something and I'm thinking, okay, we need to do this. You, you just kind of step in and take over and put the systems in place so that we have it there. But that's the thing. Once you create that system, it's always there and anyone can follow it. It just it doesn't have to be me. I mean, if I were, you know, to get hit by a Mack truck, someone else could come in, take my place and pick up right where we left off. So that's another key, you know, integral part of about having a VA is, is somebody to make it seamless, no matter if they're there or not. Well, it's a good business practice anyway, is to have systems so Correct. that any one of us could step out. I know I've been away and you've kept the business running. So um, I think systems are a key point. So let's talk a little bit about the systems and the changes we've got um, coming up for us on the podcast, since that's what today's topic about really is. We are ending season one and coming into season two. Um, and Summer, what is our number of podcasts we've already released on season one? We're at number 77, lucky 77 as of Thursday, yep. Excellent. So I remember, do you remember back when we were doing episode 00? Mm-hmm. We, we really struggled over like the right words to use, like the right intro and outro music. Like it was pretty intense for a while. It was. And it's still, you know, like I still think there are changes I would want to make, but what is one of the things maybe that you've learned since we've been doing this that, um, what comes to mind? Like when you think about that, cause that's over almost, we're coming up on two years for that in the planning stages and getting all the background stuff together. So was there from then to now, and I know this is an off the wall question for you, but is there something, a takeaway or something you go, wow, I never would have expected that. Or wow, that was a surprising benefit. It was more of how, how slowly it actually went, to be honest. I'm somebody who's kind of in the generation of on-demand. Like, I, I want to see results. I want to see the audience grow overnight. I, I want to see it tomorrow when I wake up in my feed. You know, and that, that's just not how podcasting goes. Podcasting is kind of a long, slow crawl. And sometimes you have a few, you know, spurts of energy forward. But it's all about persistence. And, and I think looking back, I, I really want to stay humble and, and grateful for the audience that we have and the podcast guests that we brought on that got us where we are today. And I mean, it's, it's not like we have a million dollar podcast, but we've certainly come very far since episode zero, zero. <laughs> you know, and for me, I would say one of the best, I never expected, um, to get to meet so many different and interesting people. And many of them I now have ongoing relationships with and have been able to like link them to other people and say, Hey, I know this person who needs your skill or could really benefit from chatting with you or vice versa. And that that's been really fun for me. So do you think that's the reason you started the podcast or was there an underlying motive? I had two reasons for starting the podcast. One, because I thought it would be hard to do. And I figured, you know, it's time to stretch. So I'd written a book, which I, you know, looking back, I remember being really stretched on that too. But I thought, you know, I, I listen to podcasts all the time. I love podcasts. 
I'm wearing earbuds when I walk typically, and I'm listening and learning. Sometimes I'm just listening and enjoying. So I thought, I'm going to do a podcast. I bet I could do a podcast. And then I went, you know, that voice that ships in, what are you nuts? What would you talk about? All that stuff. So, um, but I thought the minute that doubt comes in for me as a signal that you've got to at least get going on it and see, you don't have to do it forever. Um, But I do think um, it was a personal challenge and I wanted to learn. And I figured if I was going to be talking to people and learning just for my own learning and growth, with extra effort and some more investment on my end, I could share that learning with other people. And it really, that was the beginning of it. I did not know where it would end up. And different than you, or not different, but on a different tangent, I would say, I've learned over my life, being a little bit older than you, (laughs) to look at the long game because some of the best surprises don't happen right away. And in fact, I'll tell you, I was just looking at a client of mine. She sent me um, an update on something they're doing. And it just rang a bell with me. I'm thinking, oh my God, they put in a plan that we developed in 2014. They had a very specific goal. They wanted to be at this certain level and they had specific objectives we'd written. And I went and I pulled their old plan and I read it and I went, oh my God, they've just accomplished that. And, you know, but if, but at the time when you have those goals and you want to see things much to your thing about the podcast, you want to see immediate, they're all going, okay, when will we see this? I'm thinking, it's only been five years. And in a business, five years goes in a blink. And five years is kind of like the projective time frame to be successful or to like achieve that milestone, right? That's oh, common. Good, good memory on that. That is that's a really great thing to remember that 10,000 hour mark, right? Yeah. So I just, I shot her a, a screen capture of her um, goal and said, hey, share this with your folks. You, you hit this. Time to celebrate, right? Right. So I kind of tend to think, think long-term like that, even though I have my short-term, I get those short-term hits too, but I also know that they can, they can be misleading. There'd be a, a lot of data that can take you off track. That's very true. You can get lost in the data if that's all you focus on. Right. So, and as long as I'm having fun and people are getting benefit, I'm going to do it. That's a great outlook to have. Yeah. So tell me what's going to be different in season two. I know you talked, well, we talked about kind of what we do in season one and hopefully some of our listeners have gotten a chance to listen to some of our earlier podcast episodes. But now that we're kind of turning the corner, what does that next bend look like? I think we're going to add on some different pieces. So the focus in season one has almost exclusively been on people in transition who have made changes or gone through transition have overcome kind of barriers and obstacles. We focused a lot on mindset, some of their key takeaways. And I know that inspiration is really important for folks, especially when you hit an obstacle. I know it is for me when I'm like, I'm, encountering something new and I feel a little stuck, I will go and find something to help me go, okay, here's another way of looking at it. Here's someone similar who was there and then they overcame it. And this is some of how they did it. So I think the addition in season two is that we're going to add some more tactical, or as you and I talked about, we're already the strategic vision coach, right? 
Um, but we're going to add more practical and tactical to our interviews as well. So I'm asking our guests to, to share something practical or tactical in addition to inspiration or knowledge or whatever they're imparting so that our listeners can say, okay, if I were going to take action on this today or consider taking action in, within the next three or four months, depending on whatever the this is, where might I be able to start? Right. What so, would my first few steps look yeah, like? What's concrete about that? Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes all people need is the first couple of steps and then they get their own momentum going and they start clearing a path for themselves. Or like you and I like to say, you've got to get going, right? And then you can figure out. And I find that once you have, like you say, those few concrete steps forward, you start to share that vision with other people. And then those other people open up doors like, hey, I know this person who can do such and such, or have you tried to think about it in this way? And then suddenly your perspective is, is really broadened compared to where you thought you were three steps ago when it was just a thought. And isn't that the key? I think you just hit the nail on the head is that it's really broadening a perspective to take in new possibilities and then weighing them for yourself you know we're not saying to people that it has to be this way or that way but to really open up your eyes and see what may already be around you that you can learn from or move towards um and i'm just thinking about a guest i just interviewed who will be on our season two who one of her philosophies is if it's not scaring you a little bit you're not pushing right oh true yes but she likes the scared with a little bit of flooring under it. She doesn't like the risk, but she's learned how to push herself and grow while minimizing the downside of it. So that'll be an interesting interview for folks as well. Yeah, for sure. So I think, um, you know, there's really not much other than that. Although if folks have people they would want to hear from and they want to reach out to us summer what's the best way for people to let you know and so that we can plan on reaching out to certain guests of uh, folks they might want on the podcast yeah you bet you can simply send me a quick email and um, just express your interest kind of tell me a little bit about yourself and why you think you'd be a good fit for the practical tactical season two uh, and then i can just respond with our standard set of instructions it's really simple. That'd be great. And um, I'm looking forward to working with you in season two. I'm actually going to track how your real estate business goes because I'm super excited for you. Um, well, it'll happen quick. As soon as I close on this house, you just can't hold properties for long. So <laughs> it'll be one of those things you'll see immediate results on. <laughs> Excellent. Summer, hey, thanks for um, stretching and being a guest today with me or co-hosting today with me so that yeah. folks can get a little snip of what's to come and um, we'll be sharing more for season two starting soon. So for those listeners who stuck with us till the end here, how can they help if they want to kind of chip in or spread the word about the podcast? What's the best way for them to do that? Oh my gosh. So one of the ways there's about three ways I would say, and you may know more summer, but one thing, if you want to stay up to date, you can go onto our website and sign up for updates. And then you'll get noticed when the blogs and the podcasts go out. It's really simple. The other thing is to, to go out onto iTunes or wherever else you listen and rate and review the podcast, because the more ratings we get and the more reviews, um, the more people see it. And then the more people who see it, the more interest it generates, all of that. 
The other thing is to actually just share the link in your social media feed, comment on it, and get the word out to folks. If there's a particular episode that touched you, you can always reach out to the guest and let them know. But we would love for you to share the podcast with as many folks as you think would benefit from it. And we will um, continue producing. And if you have great ideas, like Summer said, just reach out to her. And you can reach her at summer at sarahbox.com. Yes, please reach out to me there. And if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast in any way, shape, or form, you can reach me by email to talk about that as well. So thanks, Summer. Thanks, listeners. And we will be bringing you back a new episode next week. Thanks, Sarah. So that's it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, please hop on over to iTunes or wherever else you listen to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. This helps us get the word out to more people just like you who want to live a no-labels, no-limits life. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.